Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Clipcentral.com. It is indeed time for Rookies and Rock Stars. I am your girl, Miss Prue. It's a beautiful Wednesday morning. I'm chilling solo today. Jade, Jade is actually out of town and I'm so sad. But then um, I'm chilling solo today. Um, we have a beautiful guest in the house. I'm going to tell you all about her in a bit. But just to let you know what the show is all about, we're talking about methods, how to how to achieve your goals, how to empower yourself, and most importantly, how to stay in the game. That's the one question that a lot of people fail to answer and fail to um, achieve because they don't know how to really stay in the game. And we're going to have a caller, a very important lady in my life, my mentor. She's one of those ladies that actually always tells me, you know what, continue with this, continue with that. This is this is what will make sure that you'll get through. This is what will um, help you achieve your goals. So we're going to have her on the line in a bit. But just now, I just want to introduce you to my guest. Her name is Tandy Makaila. When I saw this lady, I was like, Look, I think I know you. You're from my high school. But she's like, ah, 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 you know me from somewhere else. Tandy, how are you? I'm good, thanks. And yourself? I'm awesome. It's I've got a bone to pick. Okay, please do. You said you're sad because you're flying solo. And I'm here. Ah, 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 ah. I'm a co-host. <laughs> look, look, okay, let's, can we rewind? <laughs> let's go back. Let's start this stuff again. I am not rolling solo. I'm hanging out with the most gorgeous woman. When I saw her, I envied her body. She is so hot. Her name is Tandy Matlayla. How's that? Thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> but she's lying. I'm not that hot. Really? Dude, like I was like, can we swap bodies? <laughs> but yes, we have, before we continue, we just have, um, we just need to quickly ask Nomdeni. She's on the line right now. Hi, Nomdeni. Hey, Prue. Hey, Tandy. How are you guys? We could thanks and yourself. I'm great. I feel like a groupie right now. I've heard so much about you and I've always oh wanted God. to meet you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I mean, after that intro, I'm like, who is this girl? <laughs> okay, now I feel left out. Like, you guys are having your own young conversation and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be greedy, Prue. We can all share. Clearly. My question to you was, how do we stay in the game? That's one of the questions that a lot of people don't get a chance to um, fulfill. They don't really know how to stay in their own lane. So in your words, how do you stay in a game? You know what, Pru, it's, it's, it's not easy. But I think one of the most important things is to firstly establish who you are and what your strengths are. It takes a little while for other people than it does for some but I think once you get that right, once you understand what your story is going to be and what your end game is going to be, you just consistently pull yourself back to that story and you mm-hmm. just keep working hard. I think I'm a big believer in working hard and really having the work speak for itself. I think people lose focus and they, they get taken by a lot of other things that come with working in the PR industry. Mm-hmm. But I think really defining what you want people to be saying about you when you're 96 and you've retired has really helped me stay engaged and uh, pulling myself back in. And, you know, when everything else looks glamorous and glitzy, still saying, okay, I'm going to sit at the office on Saturday night and look through contracts and proposals. So, Mm. I mean, passion is also very key. But I think more than anything, you need to be aware of who you are, aware of your strengths and weaknesses, and then just stay focused and keep people around you who remind you about that end game. Thank you so much, Numdeni. That actually makes so much sense, knowing who you are. And from knowing who you are, it will be easier to know where you're going. Definitely. 
Exactly. Oh, yes. I can't wait to have you here on the show. I've been singing the song for such a long time. And I think I know, it's too close. I know. We have to make it happen. And I, I need to meet Tandy as well. Exactly. And I know that you'll, you'll influence actually a lot, of, a lot of people with your story and where you've been and how you've come to where you are right now because you're so successful in your field and you're doing so well. So I think that in future, hopefully in two weeks or three weeks time, we can have you here just to, t- just to tell your story. No, I'll come through. The way I'm so excited, ne? The way I'm so excited. I'm like stuttering right now because I'm talking to you, (laughs) Nomdin. Like, hello. 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 Like, for how long? But it's always so weird when people are like inspired by you and whatever because I don't think I'm anywhere close to where I want to be. But I'm always keen to share. I'm, I'm big on sharing information and knowledge. Great stuff. I can't wait to have you here soon. On the show, um, but till then we'll keep in we'll keep in touch, and um, I'll, we're just gonna talk more about representing ourselves and um, methods in Nomden. You're doing it again to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Thank believe you. it. Thank you so much. Bye, Nomden. Thank you so much for Thank calling you. me, and Thank it was you. lovely to telephonically meet Sandy as well. It would be great to meet you because you actually said something that I love so much and something that I live by on a daily basis. I have what you call the Z3 code. Zazi, Zitande, Zitembe. Know yourself, love yourself, trust yourself. And she touched on one of those that you need to know yourself when you're in the game. That's, it, it, that's yeah. all that matters. That's all that matters. So I really have to meet you. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I was the instigator. The master hookup. <laughs> yes, we have to. I'm glad I was the instigator of this thing. <laughs> Thank you so much, Yay, Nandini, for your time. Thank you so much, guys. And hope to have you here soon. Sure, we'll make it happen. Yes. That was Nomdeni. She is one of the owners. Of, she is the owner, actually, and the the founder, actually, of Edits Communications. She deals a lot with PR and artists and um, how to stay in the game and whatnot. And she always... Um, tells me you know like prudence do this prudence do that this will help you this won't help you so she's one of the very influential ladies in the industry and i'm glad you got to meet her as well yes yes i would love to like meet like you know personally meet her it would be fantastic just to get back to everything i just want you to let us know who is tandy matlaila oh this question hey um uh, my simple answer is always tandy is uh, my mother's daughter (laughs) 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 okay tandy's a south african actress um, uh, most people would know me from the SABC One drama series, uh, Chesa, which I was knew like it. years ago. I knew it. You know, sometimes it makes me when I'm like, guys, when people, because people still refer to me as Ulindu. I'm like, guys, I was like nine years ago. <laughs> I've done so much after that. There's no other name you'll call me by. But hey, you know what? There's always that one role that everybody will rem- remember you with. Mm. I did Intersections too. I did Soul City Eleven. I did Inthika. Um, I did, um, Oh, so many. Hey, um, <laughs> recently I just finished a sitcom. It was my first one, actually. Uh, Ituba Lokina, which oh, was yes. on, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and currently, um, going to be on Gold Diggers, the new telenovela that's coming up right after Ashes on ETV. That is so dope. So tell yeah. me, how did you move from being an actor to into PR? Yeah, that was, um, <laughs> that was, um, it's one of, it's one of those things when you realize that when the universe wants you to go in a certain direction, it will happen no matter what, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, this was way back in 2009. Yes, it was in 2009. And, um, I was on a break. I was waiting to start shooting, um, the fourth season of Knock Knock. Knock Knock mm-hmm. was a science show that I used to present. And, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I the know. The comedian. Uh, yeah. Yes, he's one of, he's one of, of, my, of my friends. So he had the comedy 99 that was happening, Ka'ata Live. And you know, he was busy stressing. He's like, you're a friend, you know, like I need somebody to just take care of everything else and uh-huh. then I can just deal with the show. I'm like, ah, you want people to come to your show? It's fine. I'll do it, you know? Mm. And then he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, man, it's fine. Just invite your people on your Facebook. Just do this. Just do that. Mm-hmm. It will all work out, you know? And that's exactly what we did. But for me, that was like really just, really just helping out my friend. So we went to the comedy show and it yeah. was packed. So one lady, Jackie, um, she's a, she's an owner for, uh, the inspiration room. Inspiration room is an events company. And she came up to me and she's like, Oh, what a great turnout. I wonder who did all of this, you know? And I was and like, it was you. And I was like, well, well, I was just helping out my friend. She's like, so you did all of this. I'm like, yeah, I did. She's <laughs> like, we must meet. I'm like, for what? She's like, um, you do PR. I'm, I didn't even know what the hell that was. I was PR, like, uh. no, I don't. She's like, did you get all the people here? I'm like, well, sort of. She's like, PR. I'm like, mm. yeah, what's that? She's like, public <laughs> relations, publicity. I'm like, if that's what you people refer to, to it, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's what you did. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I did. And she was like, I want you to come and do PR for me. I'm like, no, 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 lady, wait. <laughs> I, I'm an actress, y'all. That, I, I don't, I don't do this. She's like, yeah, but you said you managed to get the people here. I'm like, yeah, I did. She's like, let's have coffee. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. gave her my number and we left it at that. A week later, she calls me. She's like, that coffee. I'm like, oh. Lady, I was actually really just joking. I don't do PR. I'm an actress. She's like, do you have a laptop? I'm like, yeah. She's uh-huh. like, do you have a phone? I'm like, yeah. She's like, that's all you need. I'm like, okay. To do PR. <laughs> you know, she's like, um, you know a lot of people in the industry? I'm like, yeah. Mm. I've got lots of friends who are journalists. I mean, Leslie Mufuking, uh, you know, Mohadi, and all of that. And her, she was like, that's all that I need from you. Your media contacts. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then my first project actually was, um, the Pumalanga Comes Alive. Back mm. then it was called Nelspread 60s. And she just threw me the deep end and she's like, and she gave me a list and she was like, these are the people that I need you to have there. And I'm like, where am I supposed to find them? She's like, I don't know, make a plan. She said, you know, a lot of people. And that's, that's, that's where it started. That's how it really, started. That's where it started. And how long ago was that? That was in 2009. So did you, Study it in between or did you just learn it as you go along? I learned it along the way. Jackie taught me everything that she knew because she was a publicist, but she wanted to move away from that. Uh, she taught me everything I knew. And uh, two, two, three years ago, I decided that, you know what, if I really want to make a, a career out of this, I need to study. So I'm doing my final year this year. Wow. In PR. Yeah. That is so good. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had like a clapping thing here for you. <laughs> I just ah. Yeah. So I'm studying PR. Yeah. Exactly. So... With with the whole PR thing, I, I always had a problem with um, understanding what actually PR is because you don't know, is it calling people, um, no. like, you know, what is PR all about? Uh, PR is uh, public relations. <laughs> Obvious. You know, and um, what, you know what, actually most people don't, don't, don't realize that. Mm. And most people make the mistake that they think that PR is marketing. Exactly. And, and it's, it's not. A, but it's a fine line between marketing. PR is an element of marketing. Mm. So it's like a module, you know, <laughs> that falls under, under, under marketing, but it's, 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 it's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, public, public relations is basically really dealing with people. You are the licensed person between, um, a brand mm. and its client and its audience, if I can put it like that, mm. you know. So if I'm working for, if I'm doing PR for you guys, I'm the licensed person between you guys and the media, you guys and your internal stuff and you guys and your audience. Mm. Yeah. You know what? I, I always had a problem of, um, 
um, how can I say this? I've always had a problem of knowing my worth. Okay, now I know it. But before <laughs> that, I had somebody that has to say, you know what? This is how I determine your worth. How do you determine a person's it's worth? Still very, it's still very tricky. And for me, I would say that it's all personal. It It really is all personal because there's some... Places or to certain people that my value will be higher than, you know, you know what I mean? Mm. Because, uh, you also need to look at the bigger picture. You also need to understand that if I associate myself with these kind of people at, um, no cost, what am I going to be getting in return in the long run? Because the other problem that, uh, artists have got is that you look at the now, you're like, ah, I'm mm. going to be doing this. I'm going to be promoting your brand. I want this now. And you're like, look at the bigger picture. If you stay with us, we might, you know, include you in the next five campaigns that we're going to be doing. But I mean, mm. if you're going to be charging us an arm and a leg right now, we won't have money to be paying you for the upcoming campaigns. Mm. You know, so you need to start looking at things like those. And um one example that I can take is Bonang. Mm-hmm. When she started out in the industry, you do know that for her covers, she did them all for free. You Are know, you serious? She did most of her covers for free wow. because she knew what she wanted to get. You know, mm. she was able to get the media buy-in to her brand and to expose herself to people and be like, "Hey, your girl bees yeah. Right mm. now, she probably won't do a cover for for free. You know what I mean? And she's worth it. She's earned it. And she, and one thing that I like is that she was willing to start from the bottom, mm. which is what's something that most people don't understand. They're it's like, of. oh, can I hit? And you're like. But how long have you been in the game for? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's exactly, you know, <laughs> we do, we do get people that like Numden was saying, you know, you don't fall off the rail and just think that, you know what, everything's happening now, then you become big headed and you yes. just forget of where you started and where you needed to go. My, my one question to you is, who are you? Like Nomden was saying, you need to know who you yeah, are. Of course. You know, I've, I've, I've also had the problem of trying to figure out who is Prudence and who is Miss Prue. It took me a long time to those be are like, two different people, my those baby. are exactly oh. two totally <laughs> different people. But at some point you need to put them together just to find out who you, course, you are. Course. So who are you? The, the PR, the actress, how do you put that together? You know what? The nice thing about Tandy is that she's one. Mm. She's one in the same person. Tandy is the, is, is Tandy, there's Tandy the actress, there's Tandy the giver, mm-hmm. there is Tandy the motivational speaker, there is Tandy the dancer, and there is Tandy, you know, the child of God. Mm. So, and for me, those are one in the same person. And I always tell people, I'm like, never mistake Tandy for the characters that she plays. Mm. We are not the same person. But Tandy, when she's off screen, she is the same person over and over and over again. You know, mm. and who am I? I'm, I'm a person who has realized that I don't need anybody to validate my worth. I don't need anybody to validate who I am. And I don't need to try and fit in with anybody else but myself. And I think that's how I've managed to sustain myself mm. in, in this, in this industry because, um, once you, um, there's, there's one thing, there's a trend that you must look out for. It's that, uh, once you are known, mm-hmm. uh, Everybody wants to be your friend. Everybody wants to hang out with you. And mm. you need, that's when you need to monitor and you're like, if I wasn't, 
you know, making front pages? Will this person still be my friend? Will they mm. still be hanging out with me? Likewise with PR, once you start getting, you know, huge clients or whatever the case is, you know, uh, people now are like, want to be a friend because they know they can get freebies from you. They can, they know that they can get tickets to the mamas from you, game. you know, mm. and you're like, if I wasn't doing this, would these people still be hanging out with me? But, under the same breath, because you are a publicist, mm. sometimes you might be like, I know this person is using me, but what are you getting in return from them? So you know what? It's a 50-50 type of situation. Oh, okay. She's using me for freebies, but okay. Mm. It's fine. She's a big brand. I know that most of my clients want to have that, that girl or that yeah. guy at my event. So it's fine. You know, it's cool. I can live with that. <laughs> I can live with that. But that becomes painful though, because once everything goes away, then you are left with just you. But that's why you need to know who your friends are and who your work associates are. And I know who I know. they are. Yes. So if your car breaks down on the side of the road, you know exactly who to call. Of course. Because you're going to have a whole contact list of people it's, and not even have one person to call. To call. I know. And it happens. It happens mm. because, um, like for instance, earlier on in the year, I had a housewarming because I just, I recently bought a house mm-hmm. and I was very strict with it that I wanted a guest list of 40 people. Mm. And 20 of those people needed to be my family and 20 my friends. 10 from my dad's side of the family, 10 from my mother's side of the family, and 20 from my own. Obviously, I had family politics because this person wanted to be mm. there, this person wanted to be there. But I was like, this is about, this is, this is about me now. This is what I want. These are the kind of people that I want to, to be in my space. And I sat down and I, you know, there's a lot of people who are hurt, but I was like, but buddy, mm. as we would call each other, are you really my friend? When you probably had your birthday party last year, I wasn't there. <laughs> you were not and I didn't have mm. a problem because I figured you probably don't consider me to be in your top 10 friends. And it's not that I don't love you or anything, but for me, my birthday was um, not my birthday, but um, your housewarming. my housewarming was more about the people who've, who've, who've been there from day one. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They were there when I graduated. They were there from, you know, from a, from a very long time. They've seen, they've seen my journey. They know my journey. They know who I am. They, they are those ones who, if somebody had to say, yo, slanganino tandi eklapin atagyu, they'd be like, no, mm. she don't drink. What exactly. You, about? Mm. you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. are those people. Let's yeah, go, so. let's go back a bit to, um, the whole, Achieving your goals, right? When you start planning, when you started planning out, you were, you were an actor. Yes. Right? And you had a, a certain plan for, for what and where you want to go. Yes. What you want to become and where you want to go. So what, what methods do you think people need to learn about to, to learn how to achieve their goals? A lot of people say planning, you need to plan yes. and, 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 how important is it though to, to know what it is that you want to do? There's a couple of things that you always need to remember. You need to have a plan. You need to, there's one, you need to have a plan. Then you need to have an action plan. Mm. Because there's people who just write down, this is what I want to achieve. And you're like, okay, now how are we going to activate this, this plan? Mm. We, we need to do something for it to happen. It's not, it's just not going to happen. Mm. So you need to have an activation plan. You know, and, um, with that, you also then need to understand that this is your plan. It's not your friends. Mm-hmm. It's not your mother's. It's not your boyfriend's. And it's not your industry friends or your fellow actors. Mm. It's all it's about your you. plan mm. and never lose focus. Don't derive from your, from your, from your goal and mm-hmm. don't derive from where you want to go. And this is one thing that I always say to people. I'm like, uh, Prue, 
you and I might both want to end up in Durban this weekend for the mamas. Mm-hmm. How we get there is not going to be the same. And I can't think that how you're going to get there is how I, I need to you're get, gonna there. get there. That's, that's one thing that people need to realize because I might be a person who loves road trips and I want to drive down drive there, there and you just want to fly because you want to be there in two hours and there's mm. nothing wrong with it. But I can't be like, oh, put on your fly and let me fly. Exactly. Because you don't know why she wants to fly because she's got other things that she needs to do when she gets there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or probably even before. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that people miss. It's like, oh, okay. She, you know, it's like, let your dream be your dream. Don't compare it with anybody else's. It's your journey. It's your life. I've got what I call the DBL life. Do you be you love you? DBL. DBL life. Yes. Do you? DB- do you be you love, love you? You. Mm. you know, you just need to do you at all times. <laughs> yeah. I've, actually, I've actually got a clip here. It's called empowering yourself. It's actually something that I listened to on Monday because I woke up feeling like, you know what? I really can't do certain things anymore. So I woke up and I was like, let me just search through the internet and find stuff that talk about empowering yourself. And I felt like if I played this clip today, (laughs) (laughs) since you're all on this trip, then it will empower somebody else. So here is this clip called empowering yourself. Lesson number one, empower yourself. Empower yourself in your decision-making. Recognize that with every decision you face, you have the power to choose your response. In other words, we all have the response ability that comes with this power to choose. I have a favorite quote from Tolstoy in Anna Karenina. Happiness is not about outward things. It is about how one chooses to view them. Let me give you a personal example. I spent the first nine years of my career with General Mills, with the last three at a subsidiary, Parker Brothers Toys and Games. Believe it or not, at the time, General Mills was the largest toy company in the world. Unfortunately for me, General Mills decided to exit the toy and game business, and our unit was spun off. Quickly thereafter, my job was eliminated by the new owners. In other words, I was fired. I was devastated, and I was bitter. I went home feeling every bit the victim. Fortunately, the new owner set me up with a fabulous outplacement person who became a very special person in my life. His name was Neil McKenna. He challenged me to turn the coin over and to choose to make the most of a challenging situation, to set a new standard for exiting an organization with dignity. Following his coaching and guidance, I took the high ground on virtually every issue during the exit process. And ultimately, I was able to exit the company with far more personal equity than I had before I was fired. In fact, some of the executives at the spin-off company and General Mills were my best references during outplacement. With Neil's help, I learned that Tolstoy was right. So empower yourself and recognize that you have the ultimate power, the power of choice, the power to choose your response to any and to every situation. We have the power to change anything we have the power to change our circumstances it doesn't mean that if you're at the bottom of the pit that there's nowhere else where you're gonna go oh yes and um i know we were probably gonna touch this on a little later Mm -hmm. Uh, that's exactly the concept of 27 dresses exactly yes so we're gonna talk (laughs) about the 27 dresses after this and giving the csis giving um 
a part of yourself to people and just giving to people. And this is Mandela Week. Yes. <laughs> so we'll be talking a whole lot about that. It's still Rookies and Rockstars on this beautiful Wednesday morning. I am Miss Prue. We're chilling with Tandi Matlaila, who's going to tell us a whole lot about the project that she's working on right now. Tandi, can you please let us know what the CSI project... Actually, just tell us what the CSI stands for. Controlling uh, systems implemented or... <laughs> 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 all right, then let's move along. <laughs> just let us know what your CSI is all about. Mine, I do um, a project called 27 Dresses. Mm-hmm. And I started this last year for ish, yeah, tw- for my 27th birthday. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay. So basically, Tandy every year does something um, for the less fortunate okay. around my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like, for me, what satisfies me and what really fulfills me is giving back, mm-hmm. you know, to those who don't have. Because, I mean, that is one of the reasons why we're here, you know, to to assist and to be, uh, to stand in the gap for those who can't do things for themselves. So mm. for my 27th birthday, I was like, okay, what am I doing this year? And, uh, I came together with my cousin, uh, registered, uh, from our, it's the former RJK creations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he, he's my cousin and he dresses me for all my red carpet events oh, and all of that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I said to him, I was like, cause you know, I wear all these dresses to all these events and truth of the matter is I'll never wear it again because you know how it is. You mm. can't rock up uh, at an event with the same dress because the public is going to chew you up and like, ooh, we're better rock the ooh, one she was with. broke she, now. She's wearing the dress, the, the, you know, the dress she wore to the softers, to the summers, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, so it's, it's, one, it's one, you know, yeah, it's one of those pressures. And I was like, how about we give this away? Because you'd also find that once you post a picture of yourself wearing a certain dress, you'll get all these people like, ooh, your dress is so nice. I'd mm. love to have it for my metric dance. And I was like, actually, why not? Mm. You know? So that's how 27 Dresses was born. Did you go to 27 events? No, 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 no. Let me explain what happens. Okay. (laughs) Let me explain what happens. So basically what I do is I sit and I select 27 schools Mm -hmm. that I'm going to donate dresses to. But these schools all need to be underprivileged, um, schools. They need to, um, yes, that's, Mm -hmm. that's the, that's criteria number one. And all the kids need to come from underprivileged, uh, from, you know, I don't like using the word disadvantaged uh, backgrounds, but basically that's what it is. And um, what I do during the month of July and August, I go to these 27 schools and I visit them. Mm. And um, I explain, I, you know, you obviously do the whole motivational talk thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you encourage them to do better. You encourage them. And the whole, the whole purpose of 27 Dresses is that I need these girls to, to, to see themselves beyond where they are and where they come from. They are not their background. They are not... Uh, their circumstances You are what you want yourself to be mm. And uh, basically the reason why I give them dresses that were worn By celebrities to a red carpet Event is like this is where you can be See yourself as a star because that's What you are mm. you need to just go out There and shine you know And um, so basically I was meant to donate all the 27 dresses Myself but what happened is when I started doing the school visits, the moment I'd be like, oh, okay, by the way, the dresses are from me. Like, you'll see half of them going, oh. Why? And, it, <laughs> and it's not because they don't like the dresses or anything, but most of them it's like, 
but not all of us are tw- size 28. Exactly. You know, <laughs> so I'm like, mm, okay, I get you. I get mm-hmm. you, you know. So that's when then I called upon all my friends and I was like, oh, okay, I need some of my friends to donate the dresses. And mm. I had amazing support last oh. year. You know, I had Homota Christopher donating. I had Umbalim Lodra donating. DJ Zentle. I had, um, Uzahara. I had Unomza Mumbata. So I had mm-hmm. a great pool of people, you know, and obviously I also needed to accommodate the people on the bigger side. So I had, I had Upebi Kele who also donated. Oh, yes. Sophie Ndaba. Mm-hmm. I had, um, What's her name? Do they donate their dresses or yes. do they get someone to make dresses? No, no, no. These are dresses that they worn to events. Oh, wow. Yes, because wow. that's the whole concept. It, become, it becomes the more whole personal concept. when of it's course, like that. Of course, of mm. course. Like, for instance, one of the girls, um, Unum Zama donated the white dress that she wore to Zanzi's sexiest in 2000 and last year was 14, in 2013. Wow. You know what I mean? So, and, the, and the recipients of the dresses... How's their reactions? They're excited because for them, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm wearing my idol's dress. Do you know how this feels? It gives them more confidence. Mm. It makes them believe that, you know what, there is so much more to life than where I come from. And, um, and that's the whole, that's the whole point. That's the purpose of the whole thing. And, um, the criteria of how we choose these girls is they need to be overachievers, mm-hmm. either academically in sports or in giving back to the community. Mm. And the reason why I used this certain criteria is that, I'm so t- sorry. I know this is going to sound so wrong, but I'm so tired of, of, of people putting pressure on, on kids to say, you need to be academic. You need to get A's, you know, mm-hmm. and then you're going to get the rewards. And you're like, not everybody is gifted in that sense. There's mm-hmm. people who are gifted with being sportsmen and sportswomen and we don't give them the chance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And these kids have the ability to be the next Casta Seminar who's going to go and represent us at the world championships. Mm-hmm. You know, they can put South Africa on the map, but we, we, we overlook that when they're in school. We're all happy when they're out of school because they're mm-hmm. representing, you know, they're the best swimmer, they're the best runner. But when they're still in school, we don't take time to actually enhance those skills. Then you also get people who don't have any of the two. They're not academic, they're not sports people, but they are givers at heart. You know, mm-hmm. when there is a project, when there's Mandela Day, they do Mandela Day 24-7, all day, every day. Every That's, day. Those mm-hmm. are the kind of people that they are. And we need to recognize them, you know. Yeah. So let, I, I want to get back to the 27 dresses, right? Mm-hmm. So now you get a winner from a certain school. Yes. And they are not the sad, the size of any of the 27 dresses. Then what happens? That becomes very <laughs> tricky. Hey, because in that, in what then we do in that is, trust me, there will be a size for them. Mm. One, <laughs> you know, and if obviously the dress is too big, that's why I've got Reggie on board because mm. what he does is that he, he puts personality to the dresses. So mm-hmm. the girls will get, a girl will get my dress. And then she'd be like, no, I want to tweak it here and there because we want them to also add their personality. Mm-hmm. And then Reggie does all of that. So if there's a girl who got, you know, Zahara's dress and she's probably like just one size smaller. Or oh, your size. You, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, then Reggie will tweak it here and there. He'll probably expand the dress or make it smaller. So yeah, there'll always be a dress for everybody. Trust me. That's good. Yeah. Like I'm so, I'm, I'm actually so inspired. So you said the initiative started last year because you're turning 27. Yes. So is this, this year, is it going to be 28 or you're going to keep no, it to 27? It's called dresses? 27 dresses because that comes from the movie 27 dresses. You know oh, the movie. Yes. Oh, snap. <laughs> 
Snap. I'm a creative. Dude. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, the nice thing about it is that the movie also makes sense because mm. if you remember, the 27 Traces movie was this girl who's always been a bridesmaid, but she's never been the, you know, exactly. she's never been the bride. And it's basically to say, it's okay. Not everybody's meant to walk down the, the aisle. aisle. No, you know it's not I mean? okay. <laughs> it is. It is okay because not all of us aspire to, you know, to, 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 get, re- to, married. to get married. Mm-hmm. Other people are just perfectly fine just having a life partner. So mm-hmm. for me, it's also to say that it's okay. You don't need, you don't need to be number one. Mm. And, uh, the nice, you know, uh, these sayings, I love them. I, I read a lot of inspirational books. I listen, I listen. That's, that's one thing about me. I mm. also listen a lot. Uh, there's a show called Being Mary Jane. I don't know if you've seen it. I love it. it. Yes. Uh, there's, um, the lady, the, the lead, the lead, um, she's having an affair. We all, you, you've, you've seen it, right? Yes, I've seen it. And, um, now she's having, she's doing a motivational talk and the wife of the husband that she's cheating with is, is, is there. But there's one thing that stuck with me that she said. She's like, at times it's not important to be number one because, um, it's okay to be number two because you, it's fine. You get all the privileges of number one without the pressure. Mm. Like snap, you know. So what it basically means is, and it's so true. When you are number one, when you are, you know, when you are leading a team, everybody looks at you for all the wrong things. And when you are number two, you obviously get the prices as well. Mm. But that pressure is not on you because everybody's watching number one. Exactly. So at times it's okay to be number two if Mm -hmm. you don't want the pressure. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) You know. And I've also started recently started watching Empire. Uh, and if you've seen it, there's the lady, Cookie. <laughs> you know, um, she's very I'm powerful. Team Cookie. Love her. Yeah. She said something very interesting. She was like, um, the streets are not made for everyone. That's mm. why they made sidewalks. Oh, yes, I remember. <laughs> you know, such things stick in my head. They do. And I, and, and I use time, them and all every, the time. Every time you hear it, it's like snap. You know, it's, it's yeah. like, it's like, just because it's, it's, it's like this and most people are doing it like this, it doesn't mean that it's for you. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, don't fall for that trap. If you are not okay running this race, that's why they say run your own race. If you're mm-hmm. not okay with running this race, get on the side and walk. And there's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it because at the end of the day, you need to be running mm-hmm. your own race. I'm no. not running Miss Prue's race. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me how, how, how does the 27 dresses work? Where, where can a person, um, apply if they want to apply or if they want to, Enter the competition. How do they do it? This is what I've done. Um, essentially, I'm supposed to visit 27 schools. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, can people outside those schools actually be a mm-hmm. part of it? Yes, which is why I'm going to visit less schools so that the seven dresses. So I'm going to do 20 schools, and then the seven dresses are going to be those people who email me because there was a girl actually beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. She told me her story. She told me her situation, and I was like, um, okay, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what's your story? And I told her the criteria and she's actually going to get a dress. She was so confident, you know, mm. I was like, well, you need to obviously be ranked amongst other girls. Uh, you either need to be, you know, very academic. You need to mm. be a sport, participate in sports and you need, or you need to be giving back in the community. You know, she's like, Oh, not a problem. She emailed me everything. You know, mm, she mm. gave me her testimonials. She does so much community work. She's from Tembisa. And I was like, wow, I'm very impressed with that. I must mm. actually get, I must actually get my office to call her. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, Yes, that's how they can get in touch. If you feel that you deserve one of the dresses, uh, you can email info at aptitudeconsulting.co.za and my team will 
get the email to me and I'll respond. I will personally respond. Do you follow up on the, on the people that have won? Yes. Yes. I do, do you actually go to them and check, um, farewells or what is it that you do? Last year, uh, from one of the schools that I made a visit to, I fell so in love with the school that I adopted the school. Mm-hmm. It's called Assemblies of God. It's in the Val area. Mm. Um, purely because, um, they're a Christian school and we speak the same language. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, for me, that touched me very much that for them, it doesn't matter what, what, what problems they're facing in life. They just know that God will never, God will never desert them. And, um, and that's, that's one of the things that I, you know, I always encourage people. I'm like, never, he'll never bring you here and leave mm-hmm. you, you know, whatever you're going through right now, he's preparing you for, for greater things. And for, for me, it, they touched me because they understood what I was talking about. And it, it wasn't a matter of, ah, you people, you all say that when you're in fine situations. Do you know uh, what I mean? Because you get people like that. They're like, yeah, you speak like that because there's no problem in your life. Yeah. You're like, you don't know that. You don't know that. Exactly. The grass is not always green on the other side. No, there is a reason why the grass is green on the other side. It's because there's manure and manure is made out of shit. So <gasps> I never thought of that. Why, no, that's, that's so is, mean. That's no, so but mean. That's but let me truth. tell you, no, no, that's you, you, are, you are not motivating people. You. Well, no, no. Listen, but it's the truth. <laughs> let me don't tell always, you what I believe. Always look for greener pastures. If you cannot work with what you have at yeah. the current moment, the greener pastures might not always be green for a specific yeah. reason or for the reason that you want. They're greener because of. Manure. Do, do you know manure. what, do you know what I say? Uh-huh. I'm like, if you think the grass is greener on the other side, trust me, the water bill is also just as high. Exactly. Meaning that they water their garden, obviously more than you water yours, and mm. you don't know what they are paying for their water bill. Like we see, you know, everybody wants, everybody wants to be the next mini Lamine. Everybody wants to be the next Bonang. You don't know how hard this goes. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, they, it came to the, you're like, no, girl, you don't know what they've been through. Mm. You know, you don't, don't, you don't, never judge people until you've walked in their shoes. And at times your, their shoes might not fit you. Exactly. And, and, and <laughs> Bonang would say, don't walk, don't judge uh, my life until you've walked in my lo- Christian yes. routines. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, it's so true. It's so true. Run your it own is. race. I have another clip here that I just got just now. Actually, it's also another empower yourself clip. I think it's going to mean a whole lot to what we're talking about right now. Here is our second clip of empowering yourself. If you want something out of life, if you want to change yourself, if you want to acquire something, if there's some goal that you want to reach, that is really not easy as some people will make us feel. That living your dream, changing your behaviors, overcoming negative habits, it's challenging. It's hard. It's very important that you engage in an ongoing process to develop you. Spend more time on yourself than what you've been spending. Many of us never realize our greatness because we become sidetracked by secondary activity. We spread ourselves too thin, don't know how to say no. And we find ourselves doing all kinds of things and never ever have time to do those things that we need to do to work on ourselves. And then there goes a second, there goes another second, there goes another second, and we can't stop and hold time. Overcoming the negative conversation, that inner dialogue is going on all the time, all the time. 
even when you don't want it to be there. You can't stop yourself right now from thinking. You can't do it. It's going on. And so learning how to empower yourself, part of doing that is standing up to yourself. You've got to stand up inside yourself sometimes and say, shut up! When you're working on something you want to achieve, you have got to stand up to that voice. You've got to sell yourself every day on your abilities, on what you're doing, on the goal that you want to reach. You've got to sell yourself every day, every day, every day. According to your level of belief, it will manifest itself in what you're doing. Whatever we have right now, whatever we're demonstrating in our lives, is a result of what we believe subconsciously that we deserve. It takes courage to act. Part of being hungry when you've been defeated, it takes courage to start over again. When you, when you have something you want to do, if you don't develop the courage to do that which has been given you to do, and you spend a lot of time going around trying to convince other people or trying to get their approval, what will happen is that you will lose your nerve. And other people will convince you that what you're doing doesn't have any value. And you'll give up on your dream. As you begin to develop and expand your skills and your talents and your vision of yourself, you will always be in control of your destiny. If your dreams, your goals, they will never become a reality. Oh, yes, that's one of the most important. Powerful, powerful things I've just heard right now um, With the part where he said You have to stand up against yourself Because you can be your own personal And biggest um, enemy Your biggest downfall Yes Your power You being you You can ruin your own life Yeah exactly. You're your biggest enemy You are your biggest enemy You are your yeah. biggest accomplisher You are your biggest everything And when he said the power of being hungry When you are defeated Deep. Anyway, <laughs> that is so deep. What are you doing for um, the Mandela Day this weekend? Um, on Friday, actually, most of my CSIs I'm doing on fr- on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we are we've been invited by the SCC Sentinel Convention Center. Mm-hmm. They are doing a Stop Hunger campaign. So what we're doing is um, they've they've partnered up with the Stop Hunger. I think it's called Stop Hunger. Um, organization mm-hmm. where they feed children around the country. So what we're doing is going to assist them to, you know, put the food parcels together and pack them for the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing on Friday. And then my running team on Saturday, they're doing what they call uh, running 67 minutes for Mandela. What we're Ouch. doing. <laughs> I just felt it in my legs. <laughs> so what we're doing is, um, we are collecting uh, you know, old running shoes and going to give them to, to the homeless people because we run at Wanderers, the James and Ethel Gray Park. Oh, yes. Yes. And we've got, there's actually a whole lot of homeless people that sleep there. Mm-hmm. We see them every morning when we're running. So mm. we're going to be donating all those shoes to them. You run know. every morning. Most mornings. How yeah. many Ks? <laughs> because right now I'm training for cross country. Uh, I do different sessions, but on average I run 12 Ks a day. That is so dope. For Mandela Day, for myself, I'm not, <laughs> I didn't really plan anything proper, but me and my sisters, we actually put all our old clothes together nice. and we decided to give those away. That's going to be part of our 67, nice, um, nice. 
activation and whatnot. Me and my sister, we're just going to give away all our old clothes and all those clothes yep. that we always steal from each other. We're like, you know what? Because you always steal this top of mine, I'm going to take this None top. None of us are going to have it. We're not going to have it. We're going to give it to somebody else that really, really needs it. Nice I think this one. weekend is going to nice be a very one. important weekend for a lot of people because we're all trying to make a difference yeah. in somebody else's life yeah. physically and not just by telling them words and giving them emotional speeches yes. and yeah. motivational this and that, but we're actually Your doing it also physically. Need to, yeah. Because actually for me, like every year, July and August are always the months where it's like put Tandy aside. I know mm, it's my mm. birthday, but put Tandy when aside. When is your birthday? I, it's on the 23rd of August. Okay. So actually what's happening on the 23rd of August is that we're wrapping everything together for the wow. 27 dresses. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I invite the girls who won the dresses mm. and I invite the ladies who donated the dresses and we all have a gala luncheon. Are you serious? Yes. yes. Can I give a dress? Yes, you may. Yay. Oh, please. That would be lovely. But That'd this, be lovely. Yeah, no, so this I can. year I've also got great people are giving dresses. Uh-huh. Zizo Beta is also giving us a dress, which she did last year as well. Mm-hmm. I've got Jessica Nkosi, who's, who's, who's doing the same thing. Uh, Osofin Daba. Mm-hmm. Who else is giving a dress? Sonia Sedibe. Mm. So, you know, like, m- people are giving. Boz Ampela, oh, who last nice. year actually gave us a dress. She gave us a dress that she wore to some international awards. Wow. We're like, whoa, girl. <laughs> you know, so I wonder what, what she's gonna give us this year, you know? Exactly. If she went to the BT Awards, please give us that dress, Boz, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolutely amazing initiative. I think it's it's one of those things that a lot of people don't take to mind. Like, why would you give yeah. a matriculant a dress? Like, you know, like uh, why don't you give them books and this and that? But they, for me, can they I forget, also tell you? Yeah, uh, your matric farewell. You've been through this. It's mm-hmm. one of the most important days in your life. It is. I mean, little girls from primary school dream that, oh my goodness, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be in that dress. And most of them, their dreams are shattered mm-hmm. because they can't afford the dress. There's actually one girl from church who wrote me a letter and she was telling me her life story. She's like, uh, firstly, beginning of the year, she couldn't afford to pay her fees. So she'd already given up hope, you know. So my mom stepped in and my mom paid for her, for, for her fees. And now she's like, I would love to attend my metric farewell, but I mean, I can't ask my mom for the fact that she couldn't afford to buy to you know for my fees i can't put her under that much pressure mm. and she was like she she would really love to go to a metric farewell i mean it would mean so much for her because she's looked forward to it for the longest of times mm. and for me at times it's like it's 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 a light it's a light occasion but one that no girl will ever forget mm. i mean with me i've still got my metric farewell dress these girls and I said to them, I'm like, I don't think anything. <laughs> I will give you all the dresses, all the dresses I've worn to the red carpet, but mm. not my dress. Yeah, my trick farewell, guys. It's, it's important. It's, yes. I, uh. And maybe one day I'll, I'll let it go, but just, just not now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And what happens on the day is uh, I get speakers to come and speak to the girls. Mm. I get um, a makeup artist who's going to teach them the importance of, you know, taking care grooming of your image, yourself. of grooming yourself. Mm. Then I get a doctor who's going to tell you about your health and what you know, you know, what mm. you need, what what you, it's it's very important. It's it needs to be a lifestyle. Then I get one of the one of the dress donors last year was Connor sort like I spoke, and she was just telling them that you know what you need to dream big and you know you like this can be you where I'm standing. This mm. can be you because mm. I also came from. I mean, and you know, and guess, look at where I am. So don't let your background determine who you are. And then I get Mangwanani on board who comes, gives the girls massages. Hello. You know what I mean? Hello. And then we also get spa vouchers. Yeah. So they give, they're well taken care of. That it's is a day so where good. it's like, you know what? Forget where you come from. This is your future. Mm. If you take control of you. Mm. You need to dream big. This is absolutely, it's an amazing initiative. I hope that everything goes well. Thank I will you. donate Thank a you. dress 
Now yes, that I will come fetch it next <laughs> week. <laughs> no, I will. Like this, it's an it's a very good initiative, and it's been very great having you here, Tandy. We Thank learned a so lot much. Thank you so from much. from you with regarding to PR and how do you get into it and how do you maintain yourself in it. And we spoke to Nomdeni earlier about staying in the game and how to maintain and compose yourself in the game. It has been an absolutely amazing show. Unfortunately, we have to jet out of here or walk out of here, roll out of here, whatever. But we need to go. It has been. A beautiful morning. This is Rookies and Rockstars. I am your girl, Miss Prue. Next week, I'll be hanging out with Jade, JD, and Mama Jade, as I call her now, because she's expecting. Thank you so much, Aww. Tandy, for joining me. I, I really enjoyed the show. I learned a lot from you. Thank you um, so much for having me here. I hope to see you soon next You're week, welcome. hopefully, with the Jade. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it is. Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com